0: Hey, everyone. <clears throat> All right. Let me start with some shout outs. Recently, I was trying to decide what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving. I live alone. So whatever it is, is likely going to be alone. <laughs> so I've been tossing over the idea of buying a Thanksgiving meal. Well, in my exploration, I came across Frontier in Westtown, Chicago. It's a restaurant really well known uh, for serving wild game. While exploring their site, I noticed that they had an event yesterday The event was a collaboration with the Brown Sugar Bakery, which is in the Greater Grand Crossing neighborhood, which is near me, uh, for a Sunday night dinner. Now get this, smoked Wagyu ribs, mac and cheese, collard greens, and sweet potato cobbler. Oh my God, it was so good. You, (laughs) have you ever had a meal that was so amazing, it just felt wrong to eat it alone, well, I invited a friend over and we ate and we chatted and we laughed and we listened to some podcasts. That's how me and my friends roll, but huge shout out to chief, uh, uh to chef Brian Jupiter at Frontier and chef Stephanie Hart over at Brown Sugar Bakery, uh, both amazing establishments. Absolutely amazing. And, um, yeah, it was so great. It was just so great. <laughs> That's also why I didn't post an episode yesterday. I was kind of in a bit of a food coma. My friend was here. We were having a great old time, but she actually did help me kind of uh, talk about some of the ideas that I'll be talking about today, which was great. We actually got into this huge discussion about Harold's chicken, but save that for later. (laughs) Uh, But no worries. I will still hit my goal of 30 pods in 30 days. I got this. I'm just going to have to double up on one of these days. Okay, now back to our regularly scheduled program. Some words are just so hard for me to say, like regularly and particularly. But anyway, we're standing at the corner of 79th and Western Avenue. If you're using Google Earth, go ahead and take a second and find that intersection. If you're using Google Maps or some other map app, go ahead and put that in. Uh, 79th Street and Western Avenue. And we're going to continue our stroll down Western Ave, the longest street in Chicago for NAPOD POMO, which is National Podcasting Post Month. Okay, so today we find ourselves in the Ashburn community of Chicago. Ashburn, which got its name as the dumping site for the city's ashes, was slow to experience growth at the beginning of the 20th century. In 1893, the Clarkdale subdivision was planned near 83rd and Central Park Avenue along the new Chicago and Grand Trunk Railway, which we've mentioned before, uh, with only 19 homes built in the first 50 years. We're talking really slow growth. The early residents were Dutch, Swedish and Irish, uh, and then Ashburn... Uh, as it was developing, eventually the Ashburn Flying Field was opened. It was the first airfield in Chicago, and that was in 1916. Uh, And it became the home to the E.M. Laird Airplane Company. So the Marshy Airfield closed in 1939, And then the post-World War II economic boom, the industrial boom of Fort City, which is just a little bit uh, like northwest of here. And the baby boom all contributed to the population growth in the 1950s and 1960s. Affordable home prices and proximity to the Chicago loot helped the boom. Uh, Before Bogan High School was built, and before the area west of Pulaski uh, Road was developed, ash heaps were visible in the area south of Ford City, but north of 79th Street. So this was literally like an area where they dumped the ashes. Isn't that crazy? So the population of Greater Ashburn was predominantly Irish Catholic until the 1990s, when the area began to diversify with the migration of the African Americans moving in and the whites moving out. That's pretty much a common tale in a lot of... (laughs) across Chicago uh, through history. The economic landscape of the community began to suffer when the whites relocated, taking establishments that they often owned out of the community. So just a little bit uh, more modern history about Ashburn. In 1999, the New York Times did an article on the Ashburn neighborhood as a case study in the difficulties of neighborhood integration in Chicago. Wrightwood, which is to the east, that's a a neighborhood, uh, was the first section uh, to integrate, becoming uh, dominantly African-American. Ashburn experienced a significant transition to a racially blended middle class population of firefighters, policemen and policewomen, teachers and other city workers. Now, Scottsdale to the west has remained predominantly white. And then uh, WBEZ, which is an NPR affiliate uh, reports, which was conducted in July of 2017 regarding Ashburn's continued segregation issues of becoming more segregated in time indicated that Ashburn has seen a lot of racial change since 1990 and appears to be integrated, at least on paper. It further states that Ashburn is the only neighborhood in Chicago with a dominant middle class black population and to add black residents from 2000, 2010, a time when black people have been actually leaving the city in droves. And so that's Ashburn. I I just doing my research, I learned a lot about Ashburn. I I knew, you know, I've been through this neighborhood many times. I'm familiar with Wrightwood. However, it was kind of interesting to learn the history. I hope that you got something out of that as well. So this strip of Western looks like many other strips, not only in this city, but across the nation. But there are three things that jump out to me uh, that I definitely wanted to point out to you. You'll notice here on the corner, on the left of 79th, is the beginning of the campus of St. Rita of Cassia High School, which is an all-male Catholic school. I'm sorry if I butchered that pronunciation. Please let me know in the comments. (laughs) My apologies. Uh, It is a part of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Chicago. Uh, The high school was founded in 1905 by Augustinian friar James F. Green, and the school is named for Rita of Cassia. Uh, who, was, who lived from 1381 to 1457 and was an Italian Augustinian nun and Roman Catholic saint. Also, here in this mile of Western Avenue, going from 79th Street to 71st, you begin to see the beginning of the many car dealerships that you'll eventually see here on Western. I don't know why there are so many car dealerships here on Western, but having been up and down this street more times than I could ever count, I can tell you that there are a lot. And it's very weird. finally up here on the corner of 72nd street right so we're going to get up there a couple blocks and on the left uh the west side of the street you're going to see that there is a harold's chicken shack officially is harold's chicken shack number 52. Harold's Chicken is a Chicago staple. People talk about Chicago pizza and hot dogs, Giordano's, and all those places. But you, but if you've never, oh excuse me, but if you've never been to a Harold's Chicken, you've never really been to Chicago, in my opinion. When I was in seventh grade, I went to Morgan Park High School. I guess I went to high school for seventh grade. Don't ask. Back then, across the street from Morgan Park was a Harold's chicken. Uh, it's not there anymore. But every day, my friends and I would walk over there across the uh, street uh, after school and get a large french fry with mild sauce. If you go to Harold's, you gotta get the mild sauce. Then over the course of that year, I ballooned up to a solid 310 pounds. And since then, I've only had Harold's Chicken once. I think it left an indelible mark on my brain, Uh, but it is still the go-to place for many Chicagoans. So Harold's Chicken was uh, started by Harold Pierce. He was an African-American Chicago entrepreneur and he founded the restaurant in 1950 as a small operation on 39th Street. The name of the first restaurant was H&H, which stood for Harold and Hilda, and they specialized in dumplings and chicken feet, which are both common soul food items. Now, if you're not familiar with the term soul food, should be, but if you're not... (laughs) That's okay. It's not a big deal. Uh, Soul food describes ethnic cuisine that's traditionally prepared and eaten by African-Americans, and it originates in the southern United States. Um, The expression soul food originated in the 60s when soul was a common word to to describe African-American culture, right? So, yeah, you know, and soul food is pretty much what I had last night. It's collard greens and macaroni and cheese, sweet potatoes and... Oh, baby, some turkey, and then some things I would never ever put my hands on, like chitlins. So, but, but you get the idea. <laughs> Harold's Chicken Shack is located primarily in Chicago, uh, with forty locations across the city, across the city, particularly on the south on the south side. But it does have locations on the north side and the west side, and they actually do have locations outside of Illinois, as far away as Los Angeles. Harold's Chicken Shack is a part of the culture of Chicago Southside. That just goes without saying, right? And it is. It is, it is. Um, so just to give you a kind of idea of how much, right? The restaurant is, is often alluded to by the hip hop community. Uh, the chain has been referenced by, uh, and let me look, make sure I get this list right. Kanye West. Common, Rhymefest, Juice, G Herbo, Chance the Rapper, Freddie Gibbs, Lupe Fiasco, and Dreezy. Uh Rapper Wale once stated in the song, the song That Way, that Harold's Chicken was overrated, He Sucks. Well, beyond that, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar actually once mentioned uh, Harold's Chicken in a song called Jealous, in which he uh, claimed he loved it so much he flew a private jet straight there from Rome. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a part of the Chicago culture. Um, also, in 2017, uh, Chance the Rapper, I mentioned before, actually did an interview with Katie Cork at Harold's Chicken Shack number 55. Uh, and I will share a link to that interview in the episode notes. So if you've never seen it, check it out. They sit, they chat, they eat wings. It's perfect. <laughs> Also, this is a perfect moment to mention to follow us on social media. Due to the vast knowledge of my friend, Idomi, uh, I will be sharing two poems about Harold's chicken. Uh, that's how prolific this place is. Uh, so to be sure to be on the lookout for that. And that brings us to 71st Street. Uh, that was quick and it was easy and it was smooth. And we talked about food and now I'm hungry. So. We are now seven miles into our adventure, and I don't know about you, but I've already learned a lot, and I'm so excited about everything else we have you know, yet to learn as we cross the city of Chicago. So happy Pod Pomo to everyone, happy National Podcasting Post Month, and uh, thank you for joining me on this journey. I will talk with you all tomorrow. Please like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. I think that's everything all right thank you talk to you tomorrow peace